My name is Dave Hall, and I get to be your host because Jeremy Moore is so happy about the OU over Texas win that he just took the rest of the year off. Damn. Okay. I got muted. Someone muted me. Manly, you over there playing with I the- did. I was trying to mute somebody else and got you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I know. I'm like, it had to be a Texas fan that did that to me. It had to be a Texas fan. <laughs> I should make a co-host of someone a little more neutral. Oh, yeah. All right. So anyhow, the Moors aren't with us today, but uh, you're flying with your uh, pilot, Dave Hall. And uh, I've got uh, some ground to cover and then a promotion to announce at the end. So hang tight because you are not going to want to miss the promotion that we have. But I'm going to do a screen share real quick so you can see my screen. Manly, give me a, a thumbs up. Okay, good. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Dave Hall. I live in Highland, Utah. Uh, I'm the good looking one in the middle there in case you couldn't figure that out. Um, I have an amazing wife there that I have my arm around. We have eight kids. Uh, I know you heard I'm from Utah. Let me be real queer, clear. I got one wife, one wife, eight kids. Um, that's just normal in Utah. Um, I will deport you if you don't have at least five here in Utah. We have litters, not kids. But um, I grew up in a family of nine kids, uh, uh, and I was one of the older ones. Grew up in a beaver cleaver uh, family, not rich, not poor, but uh, just paid the bills uh, for many years until my dad got cancer. And then we lost everything and uh, uh, the cars were repossessed in the middle of the night. The uh, house was sold at a public auction and the sheriff's department informed us we had to be out within 24 hours. So I left school early, went and got a job to meet the family needs as best I could. And that's where I stayed for many years. When I got married, I was making $4.25 an hour. So one thing I know for sure, my wife is not a gold digger. When you're making four and a quarter, you know they're not marrying you for your money. So it had to be the muscles or the looks or something else. But it was not the pocketbook. Um, Let me advance here. This is a picture of my family when I was a kid. Now, this is right uh, when my dad had cancer and uh, he'd lost all of his hair. We didn't know how long he was going to live. Or if he was going to live and he didn't want to do a family photo with no hair. And so we all decided to disguise it by everybody wearing a hat. So we did a family photo, made it look like we were kind of Civil War era family, some north, some south. Don't judge. And uh, anyhow, this was um, one of the uh, family photos we took as a kid. If you're wondering which one's me, I'm the top left-hand corner. I'm the north. Um, we won. Anyhow. Moving, moving on. This is a paycheck that I had right when I joined, right before I joined Labor. Re- I mean, Legal Shield. I was working temporary for a company called Labor Ready. It's called Rent a Bum to some people for two weeks worth of work. You can see my paycheck stub there. It was seven hundred fifty-eight dollars and fifty-one cents. That's with a wife and two kids. That's fifteen hundred dollars a month. You do the math and see how far that goes when you have a family of four that you're providing for. All right. I'm a diehard BYU fan, and we lost two this weekend, so we won't talk about it. This is my house. I have a big blue Y that lights up. Um, It's a beacon of hope for those who uh, 
are looking for a, a, a team to root for. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, I'm going to go through just a couple slides uh, real quick. This is in the background over my shoulder there, Mr. Wilburn Smith, early on in my Legal Shield career. He came to Utah and picked me and six of my associates up in his private jet and took us a few hundred miles south to a little warmer climate to have lunch. I tell you, that's pretty cool to fly in a private jet with one of the, the, the president of Legal Shield at the time. Uh, we've been able to charter helicopters and fly over the volcanoes in Hawaii. If anyone that knows me knows, if I ain't working, I'm usually out four wheeling with my buddies somewhere in the mountains. We've been to all different, you know, about 30 different PC trips, whether that's Atlantis or the Bahamas or Cancun. We've been to Israel, to the Holy Lands and, you know, toured all kinds of things there. We even took an Uber while we were in Israel. Okay, that's a joke, guys. Come on. He cut me a little slack. Uh, this is working at an orphanage down in Peru. Me and my family are very involved with a charity called Trekking for Kids, where we go do makeovers on orphanages with uh, ch usually children with disabilities. And we spend two weeks down there just building them all new facilities and stuff like that. It's a, it's a heartwarming experience. They <clears throat> You can't tell people about it. You have to experience. You really do. Um, it's hard to ever feel bad for what's going on in your life here in America if you spend a few weeks in a second or third world country working with children. But when we're done, we go on a hike. That's why we call it trekking for kids. And this is going up over the Andes, 17,000 foot mountain peaks in South America. Um, after you come over the Andes, you, you descend down through what we call the Sun Gate. And we ended up in uh, Machu Picchu. And then that real tall mountain right there behind you, up at the very top of that, it's another village called Huayna Picchu. So if you think Machu Picchu is cool and you ever end up going down there, be sure to book far ahead and, and, and go to Huayna Picchu. And yes, you crawl straight up the face of that mountain. It's like going up a Stairmaster for a couple hours to get to Huayna Picchu. But the view up there is absolutely amazing. We've crawled through catacombs and crazy places around the world. We've been able to have dinner with Mr. Harlan Stonecipher and Mr. John Ashcroft, the United States Attorney General, and then to the far right, uh, Mark Shirtliff, the Utah Attorney General. Uh, we've been able to hang out with people like, like Robert Kiyosaki. We've been awarded cash bonuses into the tens of thousands of dollars. In case you can't see that here, I'll blow it up a little bit. That's what uh, they give you at convention when you when you uh, when you go out there and work hard and do what we're supposed to. But how is all this possible for someone who who only made it through the tenth grade? Well, it's called business ownership. Uh, it's Legal Shield. I own my own business. We're going to talk real quickly about a few different forms of business out there. There was a study done by the Social Security uh, Administration, and they studied people who should have been 65 years old. Now, what they found out was 54% of the people that turned 65 were dead broke. 36% didn't make it to 65. 5% were still working. 4% were well-to-do. 1% were wealthy. Now, if you were going to study because you wanted to emulate and become one of these groups, which one of those groups would you want to study and learn more about? 
Hopefully it's not the green piece of the pie because it's not hard to figure out how they got there. And the blue part, that's not hard either. I wouldn't want to still be working. I wouldn't mind being well-to-do, but I'd really like to know what did the wealthy do to get there? So when they broke down the wealthy people, here's what they found. 1% were successful athletes and entertainers. That's where they made their millions. 5% were super salespeople. And when I say super salespeople, I'm not talking your door-to-door Kirby vacuum salesman. I'm talking medical equipment, high-end, very expensive stuff. Um, 10% did it through being a CEO of a company and stock and things like that. The other top 10% were professionals. So now we're into your doctors, your lawyers, your people that have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans to go figure out a a trade and achieve their wealth. But again, they had to dig a deep hole to get there. But the biggest piece of the pie was business owners, business owners. Now, when I looked at this, I said, do I have a chance to ever being a professional athlete? Probably not. Unless curling starts paying a lot of money or something like that, I'm probably sidelined. Um, super sales people, CEO, top professionals with a 10th grade education, probably none of those were coming into play. But you know what? I had a good chance at owning my own business if I could find the right business. That's where business principles come in. Let's talk about what you need to have a successful business. First of all, you need a huge expanding market. Don't be loyal to something just because you like it. It tastes good. Look at the market. It has to be unique, consumable, or some type of a subscription-based product. In other words, you want to sell it once, but you want repeat revenue month after month after month after month. You don't want to have one of these things where you've got to go back and resell. Otherwise, you're just a revolving door. Study the timing of the trends and what, re- what creates them. Um, the market is always moving. There's all, I mean, you look at the things that we had just 20 years ago. I mean, can you believe that, you know, we used to go to Blockbuster. We used to go to the mall. You guys know, you see that in our, in our presentation, timing and trends and what creates them. And then employ others so that you get more done. You've got to create leverage somehow. Now there's three different money earning situations that everyone is involved in. Now, the first one is work for someone else. That's what the majority of the world does. And quite honestly, that's what my mom and dad did. And uh, there's nothing wrong with it, but I want you to ask yourself one question. Who do you know today that has the time freedom and financial freedom that you desire, but punches a time clock for somebody else? Think about that for a second. When I was asked that question years ago, I couldn't think of a single person that the time freedom and financial freedom I desired, but yet they still punched the time clock for somebody else. Well, that's what people who trade time for money have their entire life. Now you can become a professional. Again, these are the big student loan 
debt people typically that exchange their expertise for other people's money. So again, back to your doctors and lawyers and stuff like that. But let's say that you were a brain surgeon and you were making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And then you got in a car accident and your hand got smashed. How many more surgeries are you doing when you don't have a hand that works? And so even though you can make good money, um, you've got to be pretty careful because you're one slip and fall away from not being able to provide money in that trade again. And then you can own your own business. But if you own run your own business, again, there's a lot of small business out of out business owners out there that eventually just run out of time or talent. Um, I saw on the news a while back, a gentleman that was being recognized, he was retiring. He owned a restaurant in Salt Lake City, Utah, and he was being recognized for 39 consecutive years of never missing one day at work. Seven days a week, he opened and closed his restaurant. 39 years. And they were celebrating this, making a big deal like this guy's so awesome. And you know what was going through my mind while I was watching this on the news? I felt bad for his family. I felt bad for his wife. I thought he's never taken her to Hawaii. He's never seen the Caribbean. He's never been on a cruise. He missed a lot of football games. He's never cheered for his kids on the sideline. He missed a lot of school plays. Here in a couple of weeks, they're going to be the, doing the Halloween walk at my kid's grade school where everyone shows up in their costumes and they do a parade down the hallway and the parents go nuts and scream for their kids dressed up in their costumes. You know what? I show up to every single one of those and I try to have a costume that embarrasses my kids more than any other parent in the school. Okay. And my kids, my kids just grind their teeth and they're so humiliated when dad stares at dancing chicken in their hallway, calling out their name, tell them how much they love them. They're just like, oh my gosh, here's my dad. You know, but you know what? That's, that's, that's what being a parent is. And I felt bad for this man being recognized for all the things he really missed. You've got to employ others. If you want time freedom, you've got to let the strong backs bring in the green backs. You've got to find that leverage somewhere if you want time freedom and financial freedom. Now, financial freedom is nice, but time freedom is far better. I would take a substantial pay cut today to keep the freedom, the peace of mind that we enjoy because of time freedom. But that leverage comes from money at work or people at work. You've got to have something. So let's look at wealth. You got to find a product or service that a lot of people want or need. If I was breaking open a brand new VCR repair store today, um, I might be good. I might know my skill inside and out. Nobody wants it. Nobody needs it. So again, something they want or need. You've got to have repeat business off of every cell. It's nice to look in my back office and see the active member report. 
and see people that are still on there from the 1990s that are customers of mine. You guys, over 20 years. I haven't talked to some of those people in 20 years, but because they love their membership, they keep it. And every month I get compensated. Choose it by looking again at the trends. You guys, identity theft has been the number one reported crime in America for over 17 years. Is there a need? <laughs> Look at the trend. Is it getting better or worse? Are there more or less data breaches than there were 10 years ago? Your identity affects everything out there. Legal problems outnumber hospitalizations three to one in America today. You're three times more likely to have a legal problem that will bankrupt you than a medical problem that will bankrupt you. Again, the trends set the stage here. Employ others so you can create that leverage that will give you the time freedom and the financial freedom that you desire. And then train others to become leaders and let them lead. Developing leadership. You notice that our company has put a lot of money and effort into creating leaders. Whether it's trainings in doing the Zoom format or live trainings at convention. Look what coming out of convention. The Don Yeager University that uh, they're now opening up to anyone who wants to buy it. The ticket, I believe they were 195 bucks to uh, get into that personal development uh, seminar and hundreds, hundreds of people subscribed to that right there on the spot. Um, a couple years ago, um, me and my wife were um, invited by the corporate office to go to Atlanta, Georgia, to take a three-day seminar with John C. Maxwell. Now, Darnell and Tracy self were there also. So it was me and my wife with Darnell and Tracy representing Legal Shield at a leadership summit being put on by John C. Maxwell. Um, I saw the email with my ticket to see what they paid. They paid over 3000 dollars per person to get into this seminar on top of that they paid our airfare our meals our hotel our rent a car everything they're like dave you you you've had you know the top recruiting spot in the company for this period of time we want to invest in you to become better we're sending you to be trained by John C. Maxwell. You guys, how many companies, think of your employer, how much money has your employer dumped into you to make you a better person? Our company is constantly looking for ways for every one of us to get better. And hold that thought because at the end, I'm, I've got an announcement 
<laughs> that, that you are eligible for. And it touches a little bit on what I just talked about. But the world is forever changed, guys. It changed a lot faster about 18 months ago when we were forced to learn how to find a way to make money working from home. And a lot of people found a way to make money and a lot of people couldn't. And they relied on the government for the bare meager necessities of life. But some people thrived so much so that they're not going back to their jobs. And what we're doing is we're looking for people who say, I'd like to be home with my spouse, my kids. I'd like that time freedom. I'd like financial freedom. I want to wake up and just say, do I want to work today? Do I need more income, more time, more flexibility, more independence? When none of us could have predicted COVID two years ago. But we can't predict the next big thing that's going to happen. In different geographical areas, it could be a weather thing. There are people that still haven't recovered from the last tornado that came through their place or the last hurricane. There's people that haven't recovered from, you know, an illness or an automobile accident. There's a huge demand for people to not have to go to work, but to just work from wherever they want. And are you working for what's a best fit for you? The right environment, the right gig economy, the right type of income? Or are you still doing what you were taught back in school decades ago to trade time for money? Because there is that trading time for money. It's linear income. And then there's the leveraged income where you build a team. It can be unlimited. There's no glass ceiling on how big you can build your team. And then there's the king of all kings residual income. Getting paid years later for not what you did, but what your team did also. Getting that paycheck over and over and over again. I love to think about how people like Shirlene Moore being taken care of today. How many memberships do you really think Shirlene Moore's ever sold in her life? I, I mean, she's a wonderful woman. But we all know Ken did the work. And Shirlene supported him. I could probably count Shirlene's memberships on this hand right here. But she still has millions of dollars in the bank. <laughs> She's still getting paid over $500,000 a year, even though Ken's not around. Residual income, getting paid forever for doing it once. But you got to make sure the company's solid. There's that need in the marketplace. The product fills the need. Compensation is enough to get your serious attention and then the timing. So hopefully you learned something new today about what to look at, what to evaluate. And guys, I can tell you right now, we're, 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 we're sipping from the holy grail of home-based businesses. We're riding in the Rolls Royce of home-based businesses. We have... What every other company out there wishes they had. It's the home run here. Now you just got to decide, hey, look, am I going to take it serious 
or am I going to still be curious? All right. Last thing I've got, I told you guys we had a special announcement at the end. So let me pull that up. Boom. All right. Hopefully you can see this. Remember that leadership university I told you about that was going to cost $195? You can still go buy it. It's still available to buy. But right now, the more success team is going to be running a contest. And they have a few select spots to give away as a gift to people to attend the leadership university at no cost. Now, they're going to be drawing three associates to win this uh, contest for each new recruit with a new membership up until October 18th you're going to get your name in the drawing and winners will be announced on the 18th. Now, you guys, some of you might be thinking, well, it's only 195 bucks. It's not that big if I make it. It's not that big if I don't. Um, currently right now, I'm taking a training class, a personal development class that I spent over $10,000 dollars to take. Why? Because I need to get better. I need to get better. I need to work on me. There are certain things that people making six figures a month know that I don't know. And so I'm studying from them to learn how to do that. That that training is 195 bucks. Quite honestly, here's what I'd tell you to do. You should just invest in it and take it yourself. If you happen to win it on the 18th, great. Gift it to somebody on your team. You'll make an override off them for the rest of your life. It'll pay you back. But I wouldn't leave it up to chance. I'd be in that class. 195 bucks. Now, if you win it or you buy it, you're in it. Okay, now you're in that class. At your level, how many memberships do you need to market to make back 195 bucks? For most of you, it's one membership. If you become, for some of you, it's a half of a membership, okay? <laughs> so if you become that much better, you, you broke even. But what if all of a sudden that training makes you that much better that you sell one more every month than you normally did? What if you recruit one more person every month than you used to? What if you do three a month more than you used to? Again, every single one of us should have a goal to just get better every day, every week, every month. What are you doing right now? What are you actively doing for you to be better next week than you are this week? Are you investing in yourself? Stanley, okay, Stanley, stop playing with the buttons. You muted me twice. Holy cow. I'm sorry about the Texas thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it never happened. Okay. All right. Now, take your hand off the keyboard. Okay. So, 
Back to wrapping this up, guys. Every single one of you have it in you and you're in the right company to go make six figures in this business. Every single one of you. I know some of you don't believe that because trust me, I was making $758.51. I showed you my paycheck. That's $1,500 a month. And a year later, I was making $15,000 a month. Most people can only see themselves earning double what they're earning right now. So if you're making $4,000 a month, you can see yourself someday making eight. But 20, you can't even comprehend it. So I know what it's like to go from $1,500 a month. I saw myself maybe someday with the right promotions, you know, maybe getting up there to $3,000 a month. That made sense. 15000 told me a year from now, you're going to be making over $15,000 a month. I'd have said you're smoking crack. I said, there's no way someone's going to pay a guy with a 10th grade education that kind of money. I didn't believe it. So I get it. If you don't believe me when I say you have it in you to make six figures, I get it. I know what it's like to not believe that. So take baby steps, invest in yourself, get a little bit better. As you get a little bit better, your mind will expand. The law of attraction will kick in. You'll make a little bit more money. And then you're like, you know what? I can do better. I am doing better. Look where I'm at today than where I was a month ago, six months ago, a year ago. Baby step, baby step, all the way to the top of this company. Guys, I appreciate each and every one of you plugging in, even though there was a substitute teacher this week. Of course, y'all probably didn't know there was a substitute teacher. That's probably why you did plug in. But most of you stayed on, even though Manly keeps muting me. So I appreciate you hanging in there and, and, and dealing, <laughs> dealing with that. And, and next week, Texas will win. And uh, Manly will be okay and he won't be bitter and be muting the rest of us and taking it out on us and stuff. But guys, go take advantage of the contest, not just because you can win the $195 training, but because what if, what if while you're stretching to win that $195 training, what if you recruit a Jimmy Parrish? What if you recruit a Jeremy Moore? What if you recruit a Manly Wilson, what if you recruit a Darnell Self? You guys, every one of these people had somebody plant a seed. The lady that showed up at my house, November 29th, 1999, planted a seed. She didn't recruit me. She didn't sell me. I don't buy from pressured people. I'm a pretty independent person if you haven't figured it out. But I looked at it and said, I got a wife and two kids. I need to get my will done anyway. This makes sense. I'm going to go ahead and get it. Didn't think this was going to be a business or a career change. But all of a sudden, I found out other people needed the same service I had. That started a part-time business that eight months later made me walk away from my job. That one, that one seed that was planted has paid millions of dollars. Guys, Sometimes when you're forced to stretch a little bit, you plant a seed you weren't normally going to plant. Go out there, stretch a little bit, plant that seed. It could be the million-dollar seed. Thank you all for being on the call tonight. We'll look forward to seeing you all Monday night next week, guys. Have a great week.